I don't know if, if people fully grasp that that's not you saying it in the moment, but it's just me having a funny haha as a producer or, or what, but you know, I have to you know, call me green day. Cause I'm, I have the time of my life when I do it. So that's not a very good green day song. Yeah. Well, are you kidding me? That's like the number one green day song. No, man. Are you look at every high school that's ever existed and you tell me that's not the most popular Green Day song? I like the harsher ones. Well, yeah, I'm I sure didn't everyone like pop Green Day as much. Everyone does, but I'm talking popularity alone. That's probably that's got to be like top 5. Top 5 easy. Fuck. Yeah, classic. No. Starts off rough. Yeah, that was my anthem. That was my anthem. I I've always liked the really like the softer acoustic shit. That's your boy. You know, a little rough around the edges, but, you know, really soft heart. Speaking of that, when I walked in here in my mental space to produce a great podcast, mm. I had to totally reorient myself with that horrific music you played oh. as I walked in. Horrific. <coughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, I go through phases and sometimes I like old jukebox classics. All right. Like the 1950s, you got your Dion, you got your Fats Domino, man. Are you kidding me? I live for that shit. And it's it's such easy. Like I, if I'm putting orders together for my business or whatever, like sometimes I just put on classics like that. Not like 60s, 70s, 80s, but the 50s. The 50s, man, I'm telling you, there's something about that music. It's it's so wholesome. And like when they're going at someone like, you know, that Run Around Sue song, oh, he, th he thinks he's being hard. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that is true. He's like, yeah, this girl, you don't want no part of her. But I'm like, man, you don't know what hard music is, son. All right. There's people ripping people limb from limb on these tracks. And you're out here being like, don't mess with this girl. She goes to your friends, you know? Yeah. So there's something wholesome about that where it's like, oh, yeah, it's a simpler time. It's simpler time. But then sometimes <laughs> you hear what those wholesome lyric means. Yeah. Means from that stuff. And it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, wow. Why do you sound so cheerful when you're singing this? Yeah. Dude? Either but, way, that was horrible music. Well, First, yeah. I have a mental block with that time period of music where I really yeah. don't enjoy it. But this is coming from someone that is a big fan of Depeche Mode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, right there. And, Sorry. Uh, but I mean, and Tool. <laughs> no, and Tool. You, you could, like, no. Prince back in the early days of Prince, Prince. I'll give you, I'll give you some Prince. Yeah. But Depeche Mode and Tool. No, thanks. Depeche Mode was just, you had to be there. It's probably like your green day. Yeah. Well, I, I come from, I grew up in the, you know, went to school in the late 80s. Yeah. It was a different world. Yeah. I bet it was. But, but we, but we could feel the world that was coming and we were expressing that. To, I don't know what to, that means, but it means something. To, to bring it around full circle, I hope you had the time of your life. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was full circle, man. We started Green Day and we brought it right back to that moment in Green Day. Hope you had the time of your life. Freaky. Second day in a row, different light has been turned on. China swears up and down. It's not her. Do I believe her? Or do I think that this is, there's a ghost in here of some kind trying to get my attention? There's no ghost in here. I didn't see it. I'm going to turn that lamp off. And I swear to God, if I wake up tomorrow and it's on, we're moving. And we just talked about how we hate moving. But yeah, I don't, happening. I don't like moving at all. Yeah. You just had to do that recently. Yep. And that's going to introduce Christian's new podcast called I Don't Like Moving at All. At all. 
And it comes out every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Yep. Yeah. Um, let me open this up. There it is. And now, let me open this up. Wait, let me open this Open up. that up. Okay, now I'm going to open this up. And it, for people listening at home, I'm waving to the room like I'm going to open this episode up, finally. Open it! Open it. Okay. So anyway, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Only two episodes left. This, and then one after this. Is it going to be twins? Is Heather going to be in the studio with us talking about twins, Christian? What do you think? There are infinite parts okay. of the multiverse where that might happen. I'm not sure. You're not sure where we land. Yeah. That is to be determined. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the plan as of now. Uh, we haven't heard any specific scheduling on that. If it happens, it's going to be twins. And if it doesn't happen, it's going to be something else that Christian and I come up with that will be equally as cool. I did want to give a shout out to Sweden, in which we have randomly uh, like 70 downloads in the last month from Sweden. And I don't know who's listening from Sweden, but let me tell you, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So shout out to our Swedish listeners. It's one of the places I really want to go visit someday. Yeah. Same with the the Scottish Scottish yep. listeners who we've heard to. We've heard from two Scottish listeners now, Christian. That's awesome. Are we famous or what? We're did getting we, there. Did we, do you, we did it, I think. I we think did we did it. We did it. So anyway, uh, also shout out to Marlene from Texas for sending in a voicemail talking about a weird UFO account she had in Aurora, Texas. Uh, we're going to be making a video on that for the YouTube channel over the summer, probably just almost like a reaction thing, kind of talking about it, because it was very interesting what she said she saw. And I actually sent her a sticker pack yesterday, just out of the blue. I was like, thank you for that. Nice. So Marlene, if you're listening, you've you probably received that about three or four weeks ago now, hopefully. And if not, then you should probably let me know. Anyway, not all that stuff. Yeah, maybe Scott sent it through DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe they spilled horchata all over it. But it's fine. It's fine, guys. Really, I'm over it. Um What's horchata? Are you serious? Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put our listeners through that. Okay, that's fine. But it's fine. delicious. I that's all I need to tell you. And if if you don't like horchata, don't tell me about it because I will be mad at you. Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about mimics. Yay. Those things that do don't don't talk and do the moving around. That would be a mime. Same thing, right? Nope, not even slightly, but I think even just over the, the course of the couple of years that we've been doing this show, we've heard several stories of things that mimic people's voices. That's terrifying. It is. And so I wanted to look in and see if there was what maybe the origin of that was, where the, these creatures apparently came from, if they're tied to some other lore, because there's a bunch of different things. And we'll go over a few of them in a bit, like throughout the course of this episode, but that it, just, it, it feels right. But then there's a couple of you like, that's mimics voices but it definitely is not what we've been hearing in these stories you know and so yeah i had an interesting experience of my own that i shared on the podcast a while ago like by that time i woke up to my mom opening my door and like talking to me really excited and pretty much like trying to get me to to, to you know come with her or something like that but she was like super excited waving her hands about smiling and then i was like wait what and she did it all again and i was like you know what didn't hear a word of it. I was like, I'll catch it when it's, you know, time for me to wake up around 8 a.m. This was before I was very productive, which I am now. Um, but is he though? Oh yeah, he is. And so then, you know, the following morning I go talk to my mom. She's like, nah, it wasn't me. But the the theme in that that gets me is it's not only the voice, well, I didn't actually hear the voice, but it was mimicking almost like a doppelganger, which is probably where I was told this story from, right? I believe so. Yeah, that would check out, right? Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it was like beckoning me, like, like, hey, come here, like, come check this out. And that, there's something sinister about that, you know, and we kind of get into that in a little bit. But just the the idea of mimics has fascinated me for a very long time, Christian. I don't know about yourself. Very long time. Very long time. Ever since I saw the movie Mimic. Yeah. What now? There was a movie years ago called Mimic. I don't know how many years ago, probably like 10, 15. 
maybe more, maybe 20. Hmm. I think Mira Sor- Sorbino was in it. And Interesting. Something with, I don't know. I don't even remember the story. I remember I liked it. Yeah. But I don't remember much about what happened now. That's too bad. But it was called Mimic, I believe. That sounds terrifying. It was. Yeah. The monster in it was terrifying. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we're touching on today. Yeah. That movie. Just kidding. Not that movie. But have you ever fallen victim to a mimic? I don't believe so. Like, even if it was something that you wouldn't really like, you just kind of hear someone's voice from the other room and you're going, and you're like, what'd you say? And they're like, nothing. I might hear a voice here or there, but I don't go into the other room and be like, what'd you say? Because yeah. you, you see just... there's nobody home with me. Oh, yeah. that would Because that would be very terrifying. I'd be Walk like, into a room full of nobody and you're like, hey, what'd you say in here? Yeah. yeah thanks. And some that. of us were taught when something otherworldly speaks to you, you don't speak back. Smart man. That's when the bad stuff happens. Oh, yeah. It's just much easier to pretend it's not there. Yeah. And uh, before we dive into the stories, I want to ask if anyone out there has experienced a mimic of any kind, whether you felt terrified or it just felt kind of natural and just wasn't there, please let us know because these stories are amazing. And I couldn't, I didn't solve it for the record. I know I usually solve things 100% definitively on this podcast, but I didn't solve it. I tried. Couldn't figure it out. See, I, I always thought I solved the things on this podcast. No, you... Because you come up with some crazy stuff, and I'm like, no, this is what it is. And I'm right. Well, that's very easy for you to vote for yourself, man. How'd you do that? How'd you pull that off, Christian? Um, No. Democracy. Democracy. Gotcha. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Took me way too long to, to make that work. I'm like, dumb. Democracy. Yeah. Pretty much the same word. Um, okay, so yeah, let's let's jump into one story before we get into to what I I feel just through looking what it could possibly be. Okay. Uh, this first one comes to us from a Reddit user that is called Twiddledee. I've had many strange encounters with things I can't explain. I hardly talk about them since, like many that believe in this stuff, I don't want to be labeled negatively. I did post one of my scariest experiences on the paranormal subreddit once a couple years ago or so. The typical disclaimer, I tend to rationalize and am skeptical of paranormal events. Usually there is a perfectly normal explanation for things. Oh, thanks, Christian. Did you get in this note, man? <laughs> did you get in this note somehow? No. Uh, however, I've experienced enough of the unknown by myself and with others present that I feel I just can't brush it aside. Trouble spot number one is we just talked about it. Yes, he should have brushed this aside. Mm, mm, interesting. Interesting. Thanks for weighing in so soon. Before the story even gets started, yeah. you're already I mean, it. we just talked about this before we started. You don't acknowledge mm. supernatural things. Yes, of course, of course. You give it power. Yeah. I was seven years old. My mom was in the backyard. It was the weekend, early afternoon, and I'd been up for a few hours. I'm in the living room, sitting on the floor with some toys when I hear my dad calling for me from upstairs. Twildy! come up here like she's a puppy or some shit i that's how i said it the dad probably was like hey 12 come up here but that's irrelevant and has nothing to do with the story so without a second thought i run upstairs to see what he wants to me it sounded like his voice was coming from the bathroom weird which was just a few feet from the top of the stairs i see the door open and no one is in there i call for him no response i check mine and my brother's bedroom we shared one and my parents bedroom No one is in either of them. Thinking that odd, I go back downstairs to find my mom, who is now in the kitchen. I ask her, where's dad? 
She tells me he's at work and he won't be home until much later in the evening. This is the only time I've ever had an experience with something that's mimicked the voice of someone I know clear as day. Years later, when I was 21, my mom had an experience with a mimic in a different home, thinking she was having a conversation with my stepdad while she was in the shower. I was downstairs on the other side of the house with my stepdad the whole time and neither of us were talking. We were watching a movie. Has anyone else had experiences with a mimic? I'd be curious to hear the stories. I don't know. That'd be freaky if it happened. Oh, you think this one's made up? You think Twildy didn't? No, I mean, maybe well, some let's... of the voices we hear in our heads are just the voices in our heads. Yeah, I actually made one possibility that you would actually probably appreciate in the what could this possibly be? That's weird, dude. I'm sorry. That's a weird one. That's weird. That is pretty crazy, especially the second part where she's talking in the shower. Yeah. And the stepdad's nowhere around. Right. These are the things like, I don't know, why would they ever include that in the, the storybook? Like, I want to know what she was talking about to the stepdad, because that's the that's like a key piece of that information is what was that conversation? It's used, that kind of stuff is usually really boring. Well, that's the thing. If it was really boring, then you're like, well, what's the point of that? And what's the point of that even happening? Maybe there's no point. Maybe yeah. it's just a slippage in time. And see, that's kind of yeah. What I was actually, we can get into that right now. Well, I made a, a short list of what I believe could be the culprit for mimics. Okay. And the majority of the stories we heard, and one of them is portals and vortices. And this is something I just kind of I was jotting it down because I couldn't really find someone saying maybe it's this, but it's just my own personal Scott's yeah. theory. Yeah, Scott's. Well, not even my theory, but I put it in here because I was like, hey, it could be. You know, but uh, one angle that isn't often brought into the conversation of mimics is the potential for these experiences to be atmospheric in nature. Is it possible the locations where these things are reported as happening just happen to be due to something energetic on the land itself? We hear stories of time slips, missing time, time travel, anything and everything related to time itself, being a flat circle, the whole nine. What is the likelihood of someone just hearing voices from the past or future and being rightfully spooked in the process. The only thing that steers me away from this particular theory is that a lot of the experiencers in these stories report a general sense of unease, not just confused or caught off guard, which I feel like would be the normal reaction, but these people legitimately report feeling something sinister or foreboding, which brings us right into a classic, demons. But we'll get to that after another story. After the break. I remember there's there was this one, I can't remember who the video was by, but they were talking about the most haunted house in America or something like that. And that it might not even be super haunted, but it's just got tons of portals. Like it just happens to be on land that has a lot of these weird, you know, vortexes or portals on it. How do you prove it? I don't think, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. So it's not unless, real? unless you witness it like firsthand, you know, like kind of like uh, what we talked about in a archived video at this point, but the stairs to nowhere. Oh yeah. You know, like I would imagine, like we see enough sci-fi movies that I would imagine something like that. You just witness a portal opening up and you're like, oh, I guess our house is on portal land. Yeah. You know, which could be a thing. It could be. Who am I? You know, I have not experienced this thing yet. Yeah. He doesn't know what portal land is yet. We'll get to him at some it's point. It's Oregon. Portal land. Same thing. Gotcha. Yeah. So, could but I, I just thought I was like, okay, you know, sure. There's a lot of creepy things that this could be, but what if it is just something like a time slip or some kind of portal vortex that that you're hearing a voice from the past or from the future the dimension the dimension right next to us slides over just a tiny bit and you can hear the echoes or see the echoes yeah. there it could be just it, it could literally be anything like in that instance she heard her dad upstairs and i was like oh i'm gonna go check and oh he's not here or 
It could be a monster. Could be demons. You're right. Absolutely right. Again, we'll kind of probably touch on this further a little later, but the whole, it always seems like it's calling people to come to them. Like, what are you trying to get me to go do? And actually, now that I think about it, I think Beliefhole did an episode on disembodied voices. And they were talking about a book and the first story from this author as a kid playing basketball or whatever and hearing what he thought was his dad's voice, but sounding kind of robotic in the woods saying like, hey, come out. I found something. Come here. Come check it out. And just feeling really creeped out and shit. And then like running back in the house and seeing his dad pretty much. <laughs> like, you know, like what are these things calling us to go do? What if it's like mother nature trying to pick us off? Like one by one? Just as a way of depopulating the world, mother nature pulls some things. So, and this could explain be terrifying. the missing 411 stuff where yeah. all of a sudden pers person's drawn into a forest and just disappears because a forest is dangerous, mm -hmm. especially when you're kind of drawn in like in a trance-like way or whatever way some of these people go in and disappear. Yeah. We've all seen Lord of the Rings, man. It gets creepy. Yeah. You know, it's like that's sometimes I wonder if Mother Nature has the power to do things like that. You know, all of a sudden a tsunami comes and wipes out a bunch of people. It doesn't feel random, but it kind of is random. Yeah. But at that point, if it was Mother Nature, I feel like we would just have to submit to the fact that we're in like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. And be like, oh, I guess I guess that's it. Then he got us. Aren't we all always, though? I mean, if that's of. what we're talking about mostly is that kind of world. This podcast lives in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I, it's not. Look, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, I think they when they did that episode, I think they were talking about Pan and they're talking about the kind of like which is like an Earth spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it could be the same thing, like similar to what you're saying. But instead of just Mother Nature in general, it's like some kind of like Earth, Earth God or Earth Goddess or some shit on whatever it is. But yeah, terrifying all the same, you know. But in, in an instance like this, what would happen if, well, no, because nothing did happen. The author of the story got called upstairs, went upstairs, and it's not like something snatched her, unless it was, like unless the end game was just a terrifier or a freaker out or something like that, you know? Or a replacer. There you go. Now we're on to something. Yeah. She comes up there, has given permission mm. by coming up there and hearing the voice. So all of a sudden, the spirit just switches. Classic stuff. Now the, the good kid will eventually be under the power of something else forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, would you like to, to lead us into the second, uh, the second story? What is the second story? It's labeled story number two. Okay. 1077. It's not the title, but that's who it's by. <clears throat> that's who it's by. I yeah. figured you would. I just read the stuff out and let you narrate. Oh, thank you. And Christian- You're like the David Attenborough of my life. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Years ago, just after my 16th birthday and days after receiving my operator's driving license, driver license, I hurried home after school to change into my uniform and grab a snack before heading to work. I went to my bedroom and changed, then walked into the kitchen to make a sandwich. When I heard my mom call my name from the other room, I immediately answered as I would any other time. In the kitchen, mom, waiting on her to, to pop around the corner any second, it hit me how early it was for her to be home from work. I said, wow, you're home early, everything okay? I was answered again from the other room. Just an hour or so, at this point in my life, it was only my mom and I living together as she and dad were separated. So no chance of anyone else being inside. After making my food, I sat at the bar in our kitchen where I could see our driveway and noticed only my truck and not her car. With instant spine chilling chills, I hurried around the house to look for her and I was alone. I ran out of the house, left my food, and raced to work. 
To this day, I do not know who or what this was, but definitely do not believe it was sleep paralysis as I, as I had been awake all day. Weird. That's almost like a... Well, no, because it, it answered. Every time I think I get it, there's like something reminds me that something's off about the story and that's, that can't be true. What if this stuff's happening all the time, but there's only certain times we can hear it? Wouldn't that be creepy to think that there's always something talking to you in your own house, but we don't, we're, we're not quite in the headspace to hear that voice, but what if they're always there? Uh, I mean, if you ask me, it seems pretty likely that that's the case. But it's not a ghost. It's, it's like well, it somebody. it doesn't have to be a ghost. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worse. It's like multiple things being in your house trying to talk to you and, and you're oblivious to it. Why would you be oblivious? Shouldn't you like the minute something's paranormal speaks to you, you should know and you should be paying attention. You, you should, should be one with the universe enough to provide communication between our realms and others. Well, that's where you get people that are talking about, you know, having the, the third eye that's calcified or the pineal gland or whatever that's just calcified. And so uh, it closes you off. Tall. And I don't know the accuracy of any of that shit. But what I do know is if we're constantly distracted by things, whether it be, oh, we work 40 hours a week or oh, we're always on social media, we always have our phones, we have like it's maybe it seems like that things aren't as crazy as it or as they actually are because we're not paying attention to anything. Well, the calcifying of that the pineal gland has been around since before all social media and stuff. They've been talking sure. about that for probably since I was a kid. Yeah. And back then it was probably like books. books probably reading yeah. too many books. Yeah. This, if it ain't the Bible, it's calcifying. Yeah. Well, and, I don't think the Bible appreciates calcifying of the pineal gland or talk of it. I think it's a little too new agey. But yeah, that is yeah, pretty, that's a little out there. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe it's more the way we think than the distractions that we have in our lives. Some people can live in this world and not be distracted. Well, that's why kids see stuff all the time, right? Like they see magic because they believe in magic. Yeah. But what if it is just simply like it is as simple as just us getting just too busy or too like, distracted or frustrated or whatever that things just that that kind of that innocence to be able to to open your mind to more than what's in front of you just goes away. It goes away with all that. You're like, oh, now I got bills and shit to pay. That's how you heartbreak. That's one of the ways you keep people from rebelling and asking for more. Is by giving them jobs and bills and stress. Distractions. Yeah, you thought this was a mimics episode. Nope, we're taking down the government. Just kidding, we're not doing that. Yeah, not CIA. at all. I know you're listening. What kind of place you were? Yeah, we're, we're just here to comment on the world. We're not here to change it. Yeah, mainly because we can't change it. But we can change the world within. Kumbaya. Sure, sure yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Um, that actually, that story is probably the, if you want to read the, the first possibility list, I think that story points specifically towards the, uh, what is it? Vardoger? The Vardoger? Vardoger. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, but before you say hug, it's Hoog. Gotcha. A Vardoger is a working of the Hoog and is described as a kind of premonitionary deja vu. A recurring experience common even today is when Someone in the house hears a key in the front door, a footfall on the stair, the sound of someone taking off and storing their outer clothing, only for there to be no one behind the noises. A while later, the same sounds will be heard again, but this time the person will actually be entering the building. So what, what you're saying is they saw the future and yeah. heard the future. Mm -hmm. And that's from Vardoger is a... Scandinavian, right? That's, that's what I was going to say, but for whatever reason, I also thought like Swedish. Swedish could be Finnish. 
Yeah. Some, somewhere in that like in that region, I feel like. We have listeners in Sweden that could probably do. narrow it yeah, down. Yeah, we do. So if you've ever heard of a, and if we're butchering it with our American accents, I do apologize. But yeah, I'd never heard of that. And it was I actually got to that from when I was looking into, um, actually I got a couple of these, from when I was looking into a different comment that I'd seen someone post talking about payment and him being a mimic as well. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta look into this payment. But underneath that, there was someone talking about this, the Vardoger. And and I was like, oh, I've never heard of that either. And I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, yeah, I, that's something that I feel like I've had, where you kind of, you hear something going on or whatever, and then you're like, oh, no, never mind. I guess it wasn't, but almost like an auditory deja vu. It's trippy, dude. Yeah, that would be pretty, pretty trippy. And yeah. who knows, again, how much of that's going on that we're not hearing. Yeah. You know, it, or, Maybe we are seeing a little bit into the future if we're along the theory is a past, future, and present all happen at the same time. Yeah. It would be much easier to cross those barriers a little bit. And maybe just believing that's the case, we already know that human time, the time that we've made up, it's not real, really yeah. what other beings might consider real time. What would you say real time is? I'm not sure that it's a, a type of measurement. It's just... Uh, the time you're experiencing, experiencing something. Mm, yes, I was going for something entirely different. I, I lobbed it right over the plate for you, and you said something else. What were, what were you trying to get me to say? Well, what, do you, what could it be? We're talking about time, dude. What is real time? You already said time is a flat circle. I said, I, you know what? We'll, we'll move on. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to cut back on that, but everybody <laughs> knew that's what I was explaining. Yeah. No, nah, that's, that's a, that's have you, so you've never experienced anything like that. You never had like heard something and then, oh, it turns out that was just in my head or they're not actually here or anything yeah, like that. I think everybody does. Here's that. But is it real or is it just mental? Yeah. That's where, know. that's where it's hard to tell because it's a lot of times that's just the normal things that go on in our mind, our subconscious, maybe. Yeah talking communicating and that's how we're interpreting that or just a thought and you know like when they're like that joke did i say that out loud yeah because for a minute there you lost that that filter yeah and maybe yeah. that's what happens in these other instances is there's a slippage somehow and obviously sometimes it's in the it's just your head yeah obviously other times it doesn't seem like it's in your head and anybody can interpret that however they want to but there are times where it feels real yeah and other times when you're like oh that's just me well i could see it it being oh that's just me kind of moment like from from time to time with certain things certain stories but in this one in particular there's uh the fact that this person is calling out and being like oh you're home early and then the voice actually responds with yeah just an hour or so most of the time i feel like if if you heard something and then you called and you didn't hear a response and you went to check and nothing was there i'd understand that more being like oh i guess it was in my head but the fact that that this person heard a reply saying, yeah, just about an hour or so though. It's just, I don't know. But see, that also brings me to that time that, that China saw me driving home when I was at work. She was on her way to work. She saw my car and me inside of it heading back home in Eagle River. Like she passed me. She's like, did you come home? I'm like, no, I'm at my desk. But it's one of those like where you're almost sending your spirit there because you don't want to be at work. Or maybe you're like, oh, I wish I could just go home. And then part of you did just go home. Maybe, you know. It's like a weird spiritual thing, more like 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 energy thing, maybe. I don't know, but it's just weird, dude. There have been beliefs in the past or in the present that believe you can kind of bilocate. And that's, it's a fun thought. Well, we saw it in, at the end of WandaVision when she was drinking tea and reading a book. You know, there, there are people that supposedly have done that. 
the men who who stare at goats. Was that, that or is that just like it, mine? No, it's like remote viewing type thing. Yeah, so um, it sounds like a form of bilocation. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I think it's. We're in the same same realm of possibilities. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be a, it could be a case like that where maybe the the mom was like, oh, I really wish I was home right now. And then you know, lo and behold, here comes her her mental spirit or energy or whatever in the front door. Like, yep, I'm home an hour early. What yeah. if uh, the kid built that mental thing and just let it loose into the world? Like, yeah, like they had this thought, they asked this question, and then their subconscious answer, it. answered it for them, mm. and thinking that that's what the brain wanted, but. The subconscious doesn't understand time. Yeah. So they wouldn't, that wouldn't make any sense that mom wouldn't be there because to the subconscious, mom is always there and also not there. It's just a different oh, it's a way. Real Schrodinger's cat situation we got going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Could this, be. I mean, who are, who are we? Who are we? What are we going to solve this? Probably not. We're just trying to, we're trying to throw, just lob some answers out there for yeah, people. We're not, we're not, what do you call it? Uh, people parapsychologist we're also not a brain surgeon or a neurosurgeon we can't explain this stuff yeah. in fine detail we're just opening up the possibilities yeah. so that everybody else can explore a magical world with us that's right yeah we didn't we are not any of those things but we did stay at a holiday and express last night so that's and then that brings us to our first sponsor yeah, scott <laughs> scott got banned by yeah. holiday and also yeah because i just couldn't keep a lid on it anyway Moving into our next story we have from Evening Ad 2718. So here's what happened. I'm pregnant, and so I'm now home always, as I'm close to my due date. My partner's out working most days. This morning, I woke up to hearing his slippers sliding across the floor like he was walking, and him basically doing his morning routine, breakfast, drink, all that. Breakfast, drink? What kind of drink? Well, you downing mimosas on your way to work? No, it's fine. It's fine. They're probably Bloody Marys. It's all right. No, it's probably coffee with some Baileys in it. Mm, yeah, that's the stuff. The old, what is it, Irish coffee? Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not a morning drinker. Can you tell? No, I can't. We all think you have a problem. Then it started speaking almost like it was scripted, saying things like, Good morning. How are you feeling? Gemma, can you hear me? I'll be in the shed. Call me if you need me. Things like that. And it was bizarre and really creeping me out. My cats were flicking their ears like they could hear something, but were ultimately not bo not bothered by it. But then the voice, my partner's voice, started getting louder and making these weird noises. Then what sounded like it was right behind me again, my partner's voice said, Good night, Gemma. And this weird force pushed my head into the pillow where I struggled for a couple seconds, I guess, but it felt like minutes. I shot out of bed and my heart couldn't stop pounding. This has never happened before and we live in an oldish house, but still. And there was a mirror right next to the bed and I could see that nothing was behind me. Is my pregnant mind playing tricks on me? It's like that old song. Yeah, but that, but that force felt so real and I'm still a little shaken. That's kind of, that's creepy. Yeah. Good night, Gemma. And just, I just pick here like the loud piano stand, like, Yay! you know, like as her head's being pushed in the, the pillow. What a sweet story. Since you're watching the same series with at the, at about the same time as me, it like watching Moon Knight lately kind of colors my thinking on this in a different way than maybe I would normally do when we're podcasting. Yes. Because like some of these happenings, you can kind of see like from a Moon Knight perspective. Without 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 spoiling anything, it's yeah. like if that if it happened like that, yeah, 
That's almost scarier than if it was like, oh, I got a demon in my house that just tried to kill me by shoving my face in my pillow. Because then at least it's something that's outside of your control. Yeah. But what if it wasn't? What if this was just inside of you and that's what you thought? That's scary. I don't that's, know. I would rather have a ghost or a demon than... Than just your own to brain lose, trying to, to kill you. Yeah, to lose that reality for a little bit. It makes you feel for people that actually have to go through that. Yeah. You know, because that's scary as hell. It would be scary as hell to think something's in your house. Yeah. Saying, Gemma, let me put you to sleep forever. Yeah, I mean, I mean oh, not that this one said that. But, sure. Yeah. But we, we get the feeling that that's what that this one meant. Yeah. But kind of also like the robotic, uh, like nature where she said it sounded like my partner, but also kind of, you know, and that's almost like exactly like that story I was telling about the, it has a robotic voice. Like it's, it's just unnatural enough for you to catch onto it and be like, something's wrong with this. It's like that uncanny valley of yeah. voices. Yeah. Where well, well, what is that, dude? What is that? That is going to drive me insane. I need someone tell me what that is. If you're listening to this and you have an idea that that we don't touch on in this episode, tell me what it is. Your boy is way too curious. Way well, too curious. With this episode, we have added mimics to the potential things. But then again, mm. that opens up more questions. Yeah. What the hell is a mimic? Yeah, exactly. Is it good or bad or benign? Or ten? What if it's ten? That is just better than being eleven. <laughs> yeah. eleven. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's that's just crazy talk right there. Yeah, I don't know who. I mean, obviously we're not gonna fucking figure it out, but still, man, weird. Just don't, like I said, don't respond. Voices that belong that are not attached to another human. Life is much safer that way. Even if it's there, don't respond to it. And if you do, let me know what it says, man. Because I'm again really curious. I'm just really curious. Christian, if you ever hear that, you respond to it, though. Just for the pod. You have to do it for the pod because I don't have the heart to do it. I don't have the gumption for it. You know, I get too in my, like, shaky in my boots. Okay. For the pod, I will do it Thank and report you. back to you. If you report my, back, yeah. On my demon possession. Yeah. Well, be like, get me an exorcist. And then I'll start talking in a. Your head will turn around 360 degrees. Yeah. Like, okay. Something's wrong with your dad. Maybe we should. No, he's fine. He's just going through a lot. He just watches <laughs> The Exorcist a lot. Yeah, true. All right, let's see. Uh, damn, is this another pregnant one? It is. You want to read the? You want to read number four? It's another pregnant one. We're starting to see a pattern here. It yeah, just popped I, up on us. I know. Um, I know. A few episodes back, we're. I said that I have a son now, but you gotta understand. We, Christian and I, right now are in this weird time loop within our episodes where we're always in the future, and so we're hearing things and we're trying to time it to where it's going to make sense to you in the future, and it almost never does. And so, Christian, the voices you're hearing right now are trapped forever in audio form, trying to escape and find our way out. But by this point in time, I still don't have a son. But it's time, within, it's time travel. Yeah, within a week or so, I will have a son. But three weeks ago, when you when you heard it, I did have a son. Guys, I don't know what's going on anymore. As you can tell, I'm slowly losing my mind. Uh, let's get into this next story. Come forth in war is the author. My mom has always told me that when she was pregnant with me, she would take a bath in the early afternoon because that's when her back would really start hurting. Every single time she got in that tub, she would hear the door to the kitchen open and what sounded like my dad come in. She would hear him open the fridge, move chairs around and then walk to the bathroom door. Every single day, she was not afraid at first because she was sure it was my dad. It was broad daylight and she was clearly awake. She would call his name numerous times when it sounded like he was standing outside the bathroom door. That's always where the footsteps stopped. Creepy. Finally, she'd freak out, get out of the tub and fling open the door and nothing there. 
every single time. This happened every afternoon from about six and a half months pregnant to when she gave birth. It was never my dad, never happened again after she had me. Other things happened, but not that. And yes, we have carbon monoxide detectors in this in the house. Weird. It's guardian angel. I was actually gonna say, like, it could just be like some kind, some like you know. There's a lot of cultures that it's like, oh, your family comes and looks after you and all that stuff. Yeah, too. checks on you. Yeah. Could also be like the ghost of a really evil man that was a perv. Nice, a good old perv man. Yeah, it just stops at the bathroom, peeks in. Yeah. It's wrong on every level. It's like Freddy Krueger, but after going after pregnant women. Mm, yeah, weird. Uh, you ever hear you hear sounds like that? Like I swear, every time I'm in in the the upstairs bathroom at night before bed, like I'll usually grab my toothbrush, start brushing in the other bathroom while China's doing her stuff in ours, and uh, I swear every night, man, it sounds like there's footsteps coming up the stairs. But I think what it is, it's the echoing of her in our bedroom walking. Somehow it's like getting thrown to the left side of me. And it just sounds like someone's walking up those stairs. And so that's freaky. But I mean, we're at the, we're at the part of our, of the year where it's continuous daylight. Your boy's not going to be terrified. I'm going to be the most you know courageous man in the world for the next few months at yeah, least. Because you can't see the ghost as easy yeah, in the daytime. Yeah, so. They're still there. And sure. some of them might be demons, Scott, but nothing to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Because I could see them. I don't have to, like, just picture a silhouette in the darkness. You know, I could actually walk, open the door and be like, oh, it's bright as hell outside. Nothing's down there. You know what I mean? Maybe you can't see them in the daylight because they blend in. Sure. Sure, man. This, uh, this next one, I know, uh, maybe we should go back to another... No, we'll, we'll tackle the last two after I do this, this final story here. Let's see. Yeah, this next one comes from Beneficial AD, 8731. I used to rent a room from an older lady. I was only there about four months. She had some strict rules, one of them being that the door will be locked at 10 p.m. with or without me being home. So one night, I'm out with a girl from work, and it got quite late, so we decided that I would stay at her house. My shift started at 8 a.m. and I was rushing to make it on time. The lady I lodged with lived three minutes away from work. I timed it. And I remember rushing past her house at 8.02 that morning. I checked the time as I passed. After work, I went back to the house and the lady was being quite rude to me, saying that I was just ignorant. You being ignorant. Shout out South Park. And Michael Jackson. Um, I asked her what was wrong and she said I came running into the house this morning and straight into my room and then left again. She had been talking to me for the two minutes I was there and I had completely ignored her. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's all coming back to you, boy. She didn't believe me that I had not stepped foot in the house since the day before. And when I asked what time this was, she said it was 8.02. And when I explained I was passing the house at that time, she was, she just went quiet. It was so bizarre. And I wrote in here that a possible, what this story reminds me of. And now we have two because it reminds me what we were just also talking about me kind of driving home and trying to see me, but it wasn't me. And just the idea of, you know, sending your spirit somewhere or something like that. But this reminds me of, do you remember that radio rental story about the doppelganger situation? With where, the girlfriend? Yeah. Doesn't this kind of like, that, this has a similar vibe because like he's running around, he's doing stuff in the house and he's completely ignoring 
the lady and then just out and the guy's like what the fuck no i was driving by the house at when that when that happened i was thinking that this was a girl that lived in this house maybe it is yeah it's funny how we like put our own image on the story kind of yeah i usually just whatever yeah but if they don't specify i'm like oh, this person dude i just don't like i don't know maybe maybe i'm just a sexist christian maybe we solved it we we already knew that yeah sorry ladies i guess i'm just i'm what's wrong with the world right now and you know what i'll be the first to say it how dare me anyway back to the story yeah so anyway how many people how many relationships are ruined because you have a mimic running around creating drama yeah. and just says or does the wrong thing and sometimes things can't be fixed i can't imagine because especially in that radio rental story do you remember how it ended the lady got into a cab and drove off. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, where's the rest of that story? Does the cab have a story somewhere? He's like, there was just one time an angry, some angry white bitch got in my cab and then disappeared right in front of my eyes. It's weird, dude. I just like, and these, maybe it's me because I'm such a curious person that it just eats me alive. If I don't know what actually happened, I'm like. I just make up the stories that happen. I know, but you make up almost every story. Almost every story. But it's, it's great. If you can entertain, because then you don't need a, an answer all the time. You're just like, oh, yeah. this could have happened. And that's funny. Yeah. But making it up doesn't actually create the answer. You know what I mean? Does it? No. Are you sure of this? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. According to the stories we're reading, you can't be sure that what I say doesn't become reality. So are you thinking, are like when you hear stories like this, do you think of how we've kind of touched on tulpas and like thought craft and stuff like that? Like the idea of creating something from your thoughts? And if that is the case, does that mean these things don't disappear when they venture off? Like this woman that got in the cab and stormed away in Radio Rental, I think does she have a life of her own now? That would be something different. That'd be weird. That would be, you know, a multiversal type thing. If it's a thought, then it's something that's not going to last forever because it takes too much energy to produce that. So eventually you're going to lose that focus because none of us have studied all our lives to, you know, gain that kind of insight where we could stay focused for hours or days. Mm. So this mimic or doppelganger or this made up thing that we've, you know, thoughts that became flesh can't, can't last for long. Cause that's going to take, no matter what you're using, that's going to take energy, mm. a lot of energy and a lot of focus. And none of us have either of those things. Yeah. No, normal human beings in the real world aren't like that. Yeah, what is energy and focus, man? I haven't known that since since my youth, Christian, yeah. I think. Most people haven't have, will never do that. It's a bummer, really. Yeah. If anything, um there's just a lot of different avenues this could go. And that's what is once again fascinating about the whole mimic thing. Like this person was similar to doppelganger. Did, would would you consider this more of a doppelganger then? Cuz it didn't even speak. A doppelganger feels like it has to be another in flesh thing, not something that you see that's not there yeah. or that's something that's there for a second, but not really there. I don't know. It's just, it's trippy stuff, man. It's trippy, but I really enjoyed putting this episode together because we, I have just heard a ton of stories like this and it's always just made me curious. Like no one ever says what these things are. They just, I've heard the term mimic, but every time I've looked into mimics, guess what I find? It's like dungeons and dragons or like video game type shit. And I'm right. like, Okay, so that's what like the video game mimic is. What is the actual lore behind these things? Um, so again, if anyone out there that's listening to this is maybe more versed in this subject and you have an idea that that maybe we didn't touch on or we don't touch on here briefly, write it into the gang at the freaky You know, we've been uh I checked the spam folder recently 
and we had like three really good emails in there one from someone that was actually connected to a story we did back in season one and that is bonkers to think about yes. so um so yeah we love hearing from you guys if you don't hear back in a while just dm me on instagram or facebook with christian and uh and tell us that way because we don't ignore people. We love hearing from you guys. So if it takes me more than like a week to get back to you, I didn't get your message. Yeah. Usually at this point, at least we respond a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. Did. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Now in the, the, I guess the final two things that, that I came up with that this could be, I'll go into, well, actually I'll just go into both of them. First we have obviously coming back around full circle with the demons. Twice the demons. Always the demons. Um, I did a decent amount of digging on this one and coming up and down about all the folklore and, and recent memory and the vast majority of explanations I could find pertaining to mimic spirits tend to point toward demonic. I'd like to pose the question that I've seen. Are, are you going to just crinkle everything? I'm sorry. Are you just going to look around and crinkle? I things? was trying to be quiet. Is that <laughs> now I'm just going for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm almost done, man. I'm almost how, done. How many pieces do you need, man? You taking like forty of those? Yeah, I'm just. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Please, by all means, by all means. Okay, I'm good. You think so? Sorry, I was trying to be really quiet, but I've been told that I can't hear lately. I did a decent amount of digging on this one, coming up and down about all the folklore and memory and the vast majority of explanations I could find pertaining to the mimic spirits tends to point towards demonic. I'd like to pose the question that I've seen in a great number of these stories wherein the voices or actual mimics are attempting to call or lure the subject to where they are. Most people report a sense of dread and a complete lack of desire to go where they're being called, but I can't help but wonder... Is there something malevolent awaiting those that do follow the voices? I know demons don't exist in your world. Quotations, heavy emphasis on the quotations. Hopefully don't exist. But what else could explain the negativity attached to these experiences? The sense of dread, if not demonic, I think we can certainly agree that there, that it is predatory in nature. No. Maybe something on the spiritual food chain trying to pluck some low-hanging fruit from the third dimension. That could be. That would be spiritual in nature. First thing I want to do before, because I this one's easy, the dread part. Oh, God. Yes, please. Let's just say any of the, any of the possible explanations that aren't even demons yeah. could cause dread. Sure. Because you're hearing a robotic voice that is not correct. Most of these voices, there's something off or these sounds. There's just something a little off. Yeah. And that is going to give us some dread because it's abnormal and it's scary that is a simple way to explain the dread part no matter what entity is visiting you and by these stories we're not talking about one ent entity right because of the way they're they're coming about yeah it's almost like there's a whole bunch of shit out there that might get us yeah all using least, the same and that's more the way you're thinking in in general but even me from my point of view if we were if we take these stories to be true yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there looking to, to eat your soul. Yeah. Which would explain why so many people think it's demonic when it could just be normal stuff. Could just in be this world. Food chain. Yeah. You are on a much lower, you know, rung of this ladder, dude. And it, there's stuff in different dimensions that wouldn't mind snacking you up. Right. It's like deer season, you know, in and, our world. Yeah. But you're in this world, we're the deer. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you don't think it's demonic. Something negative. It, for us, it'd be very negative. 
regardless of even if, if it's, it's not negative, the way we experience it could turn it into a negative thing. What you think it's going to be positive? Like they're going to lure you back. Hey, come here. And then like, you're like, oh shit, I'm so terrified. And you get there and they're like, here's season tickets to the LA Kings. <laughs> Enjoy. What? Like, what oh if God. It, you know, they called you into that room. This is going to be, this is going to be a kooky story, but I'm going to, I'm going to take it the opposite way of demonic for just a split second. This voice calls you into this other room. You go into the other room, right? As the local serial killer walks in and peeks in the door, Mm. this thing we make as demonic saved your life and you just never realized it. It's possible. Why do we have to go to such a dark place all the time? Is that like part of the human experience just to experience the world in darkness i think the the divide the great divide between our generations christian is that you maybe hold on to more of a hippie ideology of like yeah it's all good in nature and love right bro but when reality like my generation has seen a lot of shit as well and we're like you know what let's face the facts here these this is the the cards are all on the table this is what this thing does out of all the information that i've gathered this is not good well what if you go down this this okay if you could skip along the path of all these cards laid out Hmm. and you realize oh these are really scary but i'm not gonna go at them in fear i'm just gonna go because i don't have a choice yeah we still have to walk that path we all we all have to walk that path sure and that's not the the issue the issue here is pretending that the path's not even there pretending "Ah, it's all good it's all fine no whatever no like that's that's the issue the issue is pretending that these things don't exist and then making people that believe in these things think that they're somehow Looney Tunes. When no, in reality, it's not about that because it's it's not it's it's more of how we experience it. Mm. If it's there, we could experience it from a fear-based place. I gotcha. Which is going to be a little scary anyway, but because it's fear-related, it, yeah, because it's yeah. scary. So, but are you going to let that fear cloud everything around it? And yeah. I think that's where fear oh. worries me a little bit is, oh. yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's too easy for fear to just keep going, especially in this day and age. Oh, dude, you're talking to someone that knows that very firsthand. Yeah. Trust me. I've been, there's periods in my life where I was literally afraid of everything. But there's, there's also ways to turn off that yeah. unnecessary level of fear. Yeah. Ungodly amounts of marijuana. Turning off cable news. That, that happened many years ago. Yeah. Many, many years ago. Yes, of course. Not being afraid of shadow people. They're just <sighs> there to cuddle. They're not. Don't take his advice. Don't don't listen to him. He's not for the people. Okay? Um, that's going to lead us into... There's only two left. I'll touch on one that I don't think is likely real quick, just because I want to touch on it. One of the main stories that I hear when it comes to mimics are is related to, like, uh, Wendigos. Wendigo, Wendigo lore says that they mimic voices. So you'll be in the woods and you hear, let's say, a loved one calling out to you or calling out for help. But please, I've been shot. You're like, what the fuck? I gotta go save my friend and or lover. Yeah. You know? In Alaska, Kushtaka is also said to mimic. To mimic voices, yeah. 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 Lots of stuff out there, man. Just and mimicking it, voices. And it reminds me of, like, don't whistle when you're out in the forest. Yeah, because that's fairy lore, right? I think it's it's very lore. I think there's other from other regions for other like scary things. Which scary means I, it's real. Yeah, it's still don't whistle. Don't whistle in uh, the American South. Let's or try Arkansas that or something. Let's try that one day when we go. Out, let's go out in the forest for the podcast. Just start whistling a bunch. I have a better idea. We just get like a speaker, put it on the the on a drone, 
and just let it whistle in the air. And we're like a mile away safe. <laughs> you think what the fairies are going to be like, oh, shit, it's like a robot version of us. Yeah. All of a sudden you see all these th- faces turn up to the drone because they're like, it's whistling. And we yeah. have just discovered and either proven the existence of fairies in Alaska, Kushtaka or Bigfoot. One of those. Sure. We'll do it for the pod. Yeah. We got to get out there and start doing some some actual research. We got we to gotta go visit that cemetery. We got we to gotta check that out. It's, only, it's hard because it's only scary in the winter and in the winter when it's dark as fuck, it's cold as hell. So, you know, we can't go like show, up, you know, broad daylight at 2 a.m. in the summer because it's just not going to be scary. And that, the video is not going to be that great for you guys <laughs> walking around. Unless like, yeah, we so capture something on video. Yeah. A ghost walking up to us and then disappearing. It, it might not be a ghost in your case because you're really into demons. I'm not really into demons. I talk about them a lot. Yeah, you just which makes I'm, you more prone. I'm just to really be visited by demons. I'm just really trying to convince you of their existence. I don't think it's going to work. It's probably not. But who's to say? I don't think my brain can think like that. I don't think your brain can think at all. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Don't say that, Christian. Don't say that about yourself. Especially since you're going to have a <laughs> a child that has some of my dumb DNA in it. That's pretty close, man. It's like a week or two ago. Yeah, a week or two ago. That's how close it is. A week yeah. or two away. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I do. I think I, do you think I'm going to be someone that faints in the delivery room? Do you think I'm going to like just cr- succumb to the pressure? Like, oh God. And just like, just pass breathe, out. man. Just breathe. You won't faint. I'll be on a bed right next to China. Just breathe in the same way. Like, <sighs> I don't think. Yeah. That's. I didn't faint. <laughs> yeah. And I saw things. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I'll be there for moral support, but I ain't looking anywhere. It's not happening. I didn't either. I just wanted to sound dramatic. Yeah. Besides, know. there's so much going on. Yeah. You don't have time to deal with any of that stuff. Yeah, because I've been hearing horror stories left and right that sometimes they come out with cone heads because their brain, their their skulls aren't like they fused don't. together. So they have to squeeze. And I never knew that. I never knew that, dude. And so I heard that. And I was like, excuse me? It's like, yeah. And sometimes it goes right back. You know, it takes a day or two. I'm like, excuse me? You say my son's going to come out with a pointy ass head and he's going to be purple or some shit? That's an alien. Sorry. I always right say. There. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how I handle it. Better aliens than Wendigos. That's true. And now that we've brought that back around, let's finish this episode off with the final possibility. And this is a fun one that I'd never heard of before. Um, I'm going to start this one off by saying that I know very little about Jin. Oh. And this is Hatif, I imagine, or I don't think it's Hatif. Probably Hatif. H-A-T-I-F. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hatif, the Jin. Yeah, so I'm Genie, gonna... for those of you that yeah. haven't heard Jin. Yeah, if you're more of an Aladdin fan, you might know them as Genie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to start this one off by saying that I know very little about Jin. I sourced the information from someone who seemed to know what he's talking about, but there's no way for me to verify the claims at all. I'd love to do an episode on the Jin in the future, as every story I've heard about them has always been fascinating. Wait, is this you saying that? Yes, this is me saying. I'm prefacing before I get into... I didn't take a story so much. I literally just like, okay. I'm leading you into what Hatif is. Okay. So if anyone listening has any resources, they can point us in the direction of, or some information you'd like to share with us yourself. Be sure to email us. I already gave you the email, thegangatthefreakity.com. You know it by now. You're our biggest fan. Yep. Anyway, I digress. What started as me desperately following loose ends and vague comments on Reddit pointing towards Payman from the Lesser Sigil of Solomon. Also, 
the movie Hereditary. Also the movie Hereditary, which I f- completely forgot about that for the record. I was looking into that, and then that kept popping up on Google. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's right, huh? Um, also, the hookah lounge I used to smoke at religiously, if you can believe that in Vegas, was payments. From the Lesser Sigil of Solomon, Hereditary, and a hookah lounge in Vegas, eventually brought me to a Twitter thread by Professor Ali A. Olami, a history professor who specializes in studies of the Middle East and Islam. In a Twitter thread he created in 2019, Professor Olami goes on a comprehensive deep dive into the known jinn of the world and what they're known for. For anyone who may be unfamiliar with what the jinn are, Professor Olami starts by saying in, quote, in Middle Eastern and Islamic cosmology, the jinn are a class of spirits that inhabit a hidden world, al-gaib. Belief in them predates Islam, and they feature in folklore and religion both in a variety of shapes and forms. What caught my attention, though, was when he mentioned a type of jinn known as the Hatif, which he states, quote, the Hatif, also known as the Namgirak. We're trying with the names. Yeah, in the, in the Persian world, is a jinn who mimics the voices of loved ones to call out to you. They have no form, but always sound like someone you know. If you hear a disembodied voice of a loved one, it may be a Hatif. So that's probably the oldest reference I could find to mimics was the Hatif. You know, you reading reading that and talking about that makes me feel like, reminds me, this story is actually way older, this type of thing. Yeah. Because you go through the different cultures and read some of their ancient things and they have those little tales to keep their children safe. Yeah. They all talk about stuff like this. But see, that's that's what I want to find. That's why, and we found a decent amount in the first season. And I feel like this season, not as much. When I'm looking, like the topics I'm looking into, I can't really go in the past and see what they used to call it or anything like that. But I love whenever we can actually find something that is like, what's the origin of this type of story? And this is, like I said, about as far back as I could get. And even this took me hours of looking into different stuff. To me, almost the origins of the story would be like some wild animal. Like, have you ever, I think it's uh, some type of wild cat can make the sound of a baby crying. Oh, yeah. In different animals babies crying and stuff to where you know it may not be humans that they're prey that is their prey normally yeah. but their their prey has a similar type of sound amongst their babies so maybe it comes from something very primordial that we from when we were prey and this is what's left over and either there's a couple things it's we go with it in our mind, not necessarily it's like an insanity type thing, but that's just the way our brain is set up to help us survive when we were the prey. Yeah. Um, or there's actual different manifestations of different things, gin to ghost to Bigfoot yeah. that can call things out and make people hear that, you know, something familiar and draw them into danger. Yeah. I know going going back to the story, the gin. I just binge watched a lot of stuff that will that that about Jen and it's truly fascinating. Yeah. So I don't understand why so many things are calling our names. I just don't understand it. I do. I wish I knew as well. Okay. Trust me. It would make a lot more sense if we knew demons exist, which they don't. <laughs> but but see, that's... if they did, this would make a lot of sense. Otherwise, it makes no sense. What what makes no sense is that like the fact that you're just in denial. Like if this if demons were real, right? 
what if they are dude like what if you just don't believe in them what if they're real but you just don't believe in them and then there's an answer for why there's so many weird like kind of creepy ass things going on in the world and maybe it's not 100 percent definitive but maybe it's on the right track you know what i mean well like so why why keep i'm safe if i don't believe that's not true man you're naive if you don't believe i haven't seen a demon yet well that's that i know was a demon yeah see see it's debatable we don't know this little mini heater in front of you could be a demon just waiting, just lying in wait. Yeah, because it could, metaphorically, it could create a fire that could react like a demon and destroy everything that's important to me. There you go. Yeah, way to go, heater. Did you think about that? No. It's kind of weird that with all these knobs on the front of the heater, it almost, we almost think it's a face now. I don't, but sure. It's a face from a droid in Star Wars. There it is. If you guys thought the Christian couldn't squeeze Star Wars and Marvel into one episode of the Freaky Deaky, you're just insane. You want to you're see insane. how powerful I am? I don't even have to ta- say time is a flat circle anymore. Scott says it. No, I just... I have gotten into his brain. He's yeah. been infected. Yeah, now I believe. Now I'm, now I'm telling everyone on the stream, getting gassed down at the corner. I'm like, oh, did you guys know that time is a, a flat circle? And they're like, well, sure did, Scott, because we heard the podcast and we love you. No one is saying that, Christian. You're not in anyone's head yet. I don't have to be because time is a flat circle. And we brought it back around. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. That's all we got for you. Um, yeah, tune in next week for the season finale. What a treat. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it is yet. Hopefully it's twins. Hopefully you get to hear Heather uh, with a little send-off. And... It's either twins or it's its twin episode that we don't know the name of yet. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we find some twins to just sit in and I'll be like, what did you want us here for? And we're like, Tell us the weird stuff, guys. It might not be an identical twin. This twin episode could be a... a Mental. Twin, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, if that doesn't get you excited about it, I don't know what will. Thanks for... I mean, this has been a pretty great season. It's flown by. It's flown by very quickly, and now we're coming to the end of it. But, you know, as always, we've got... As always, we've done it once before. We've got summer break. (laughs) We've got summer break coming up for you guys, and that's 15 hot weeks of uh, some shorter, just interesting stories. Further proof, the end is just the is beginning. Oh. oh, yeah, it's just the beginning. There you go. There you, and there's our philosophies right there. Yeah. Scott went dark, and I'm Christian like, went hippie. Yeah. It makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah, so thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. If you haven't already, make sure you're following on those socials. At Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook. At TFT Paranormal on TikTok. And if you have a story of your own that you'd like to share and hope and pray that it doesn't end up in our spam folder, send it to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com and we will, we will rock you. Just kidding. We will get back to you pretty quickly. Hopefully, if we don't, again, you're in the spam folder, reach out to a DM. We're here for you. Always. It's you, boys. And we'll see you next week. Hang in there. The weekend is right around the corner. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Nailed it, I can't it, feel dude. my face. Nailed it. We're sitting here with the weekend who can't feel his face when he's with us.
I am wrong. I don't think I did actually tell you that I had my DoorDash account deactivated. Did you piss somebody off? Oh, I sure did, dude. But they pissed me off first. Why do you get so mad over things like that? Oh, dude, okay. Hear this story. Okay. Tell me, <laughs> tell me that you would not get upset. DoorDash, number one, crazy expensive, right? China, very pregnant. And so we were like, you know, instead of going out today, I'm just going to order some DoorDash. You know, I'll get a little, if you're a little extra hungry or whatever for, for junior, we'll throw in some, uh, a little, a little more food. I spent like $75, $80 on Mexican food, which is always expensive on DoorDash, right? Tell me why 45 minutes after I placed my order, I have a random voicemail show up on my phone. No call came through, but a voicemail. Uh, and it was a, of a what sounded like an Indian man talking about how he, the drinks spilled all over the food. Sorry, I'm going home. <laughs> that was it, dude. And he was like, he was like, you could uh, call the, the restaurant to have them remake it. Or, and I'm like, that's not how it works, dude. I can't just be like, hey, the dude spilled it all on the way over here. Can you remake my $80 worth of food? And, and he, again, like he bypassed the phone somehow, just went straight to voicemail. So I couldn't yell at him in person. I had to listen to this and then look over at China and be like, she's going to destroy me. Hormones all over the place, man. She's very pregnant. And when she's hungry, you don't want to mess with that. You know, you're making my daughter seem like a monster. You need no, to she's a very, a she's bit. a very sweet woman, very sweet. But I'm telling you, and I think anyone out there, yourself included, when women get hungry, there's something about it, man. Something flips, you know. And so I was looking at her like the the love of my life is going to kill me because this man spilled my horchata all over the tacos. Okay, and so uh, I reach out to DoorDash support, and I'm like, hey. And by this point, I'm hiding in my car in the garage because China was not happy about that information. And she told me to go get food. And I said, what food do you want? She said, get food, make a decision for once in your life, make a decision. I'm like, okay. You had me until that last part. <laughs> Look, man. And so I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my car, right? And I'm texting the, with the DoorDash folks. And I'm like, hey what do I do about this guy? And he was like, well, you know, I could uh, give you credits for it or I could see if they could get it remade for you. And I was like, well, tell you what, not going to work. You guys have already ruined this Friday for us. Just refund the money to the card that I used. He was like, you don't want credits? I'm like, I do not want any credits to this app. Said so refund the money. He was like, okay, just to verify back to your debit card. I was like, yes, right back to my debit card, please. And so he's like, all right, it's going to take about three days for it to get back to you. Three business days. And I'm like, I can live with that. And so I drive my happy ass to Carl's Jr. to get food for, for China and I bring it back home. She's right as rain as soon as she sees the food. It's fine. You she, know, she gave you the, the, you a tip as the new DoorDash driver. Yeah. The tip was, hey, don't ever let this happen again. And I said, yep, definitely makes sense. And so cut to four days later, it's now a Thursday, because I think this actually happened on Sunday. It's now a Thursday. 
I'm looking at my DoorDash app and I have $128 worth of credits. I'm like, that's weird. Number one, the order was $70. And number two, I said, put the shit back on my card. And he, and he verified it like two or three times going back to the card. Guess what? It didn't happen. So I reached out to another person. I'm like, Hey, uh, here's the deal. Your, your boy said he was going to give me my money back to my card. You know, I have a pregnant wife and I have bills, dude. I can't have just $80 on DoorDash. What am I, a monster? And so he's talking. He's like, he's like, well, let me look, look into this. And he looks into it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it looks like the, uh, the guy did give you credits instead. I was like, okay, so, uh, what are we going to do about this? He's like, well, is there anything else I can do to help you? And I was like, well, yeah, guy. You can put the money back on the card, dude. Like, put, give me my money. Your boy said he was going to give me the money. Give me my money. And he doesn't give me the money at all, right? And what he does instead, he says, Scott, read carefully. I let you know that he put them, or he gave you DoorDash credits, and he gave you plenty of extras on top of that, like more than enough, pretty much, for what, what happened to your food and your service and whatever. And I was like, hey, listen here, asshole. I don't want your fucking credits on your shitty ass app. Said, I want the money that I spent that your service didn't deliver to me. Like, I'm not taking credits, dude. Give me my money. And I was like, so fuck you. Fuck your shitty ass app. Deuces. And I left. Me and my $128 in credits. Which, granted, about 50 bucks more than, or 40 bucks more than what I did have. Um, And then just because I had this weird feeling, like 20 minutes later, I was like, I should check my app just to make sure those credits are still there. Make sure this dude didn't fuck me over. And I go to load the app and it says network here. I'm like, oh, 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 isn't that convenient, dude? Isn't that convenient? And I tried a few times, like maybe it is a network error. And I'm like, nah. And so I reach out to DoorDash again, this time for my work computer. And I say, okay, can you check on my account and see if it was deactivated? And the lady was like, uh, yes, it has been. She's like, did you not request that? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I did not request that, actually. What I did request was my fucking money back. Didn't get that, got deactivated, and then minus $120 in credits. I'm like, so I would like my, and now I'd like my account back and my credits back. And, you know, this dude to get fucking canned in the process, if you can track him down, because I didn't get his name. Got the first guy's name, not him. But no, she was like, well, you can, you know, put another uh, support ticket in and pretty much complain about this. And they'll look into it because he shouldn't have deactivated your account just because, you know, you were being salty with him. And I was being salty with him, but he was being a douchebag to me. He's like, hey, read carefully, pal. Like, I don't know how to fucking read, guy. I know how to read. So that's the story of DoorDash and how fuck DoorDash now. Uh, this podcast is not sponsored by DoorDash. As a matter of fact, not yet, but we have we're a vendetta. Open to it. We have a vendetta against DoorDash. Scott has a vendetta. This podcast has a personal vendetta against DoorDash, and I will let every single one of our listeners know it until that company is brought to its knees or the $70 makes its way back into my account. DoorDash, get on it. This is a good episode. People will turn off before you even get there. They'll be like, damn, Scott, you're pretty hard in the paint on the uh, on the DoorDash rant. Yes, yeah. a little. What I really, what I really just need is a, a separate podcast under the Freaky Deaky umbrella that is just titled "I Can't Afford Therapy," and it's just me yelling into a microphone about weird shit that's really not that important for about an hour. And then I, I can know. come on and just talk some sense into you, make you do your breathing exercises. So anyway, now that all that's off my chest and I can finally relax, am I right? <laughs>